Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Uh, we are live. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. A huge show in store for you tonight. We're still uh, working out a couple of kinks. All right. Still working out a couple of kinks. This is our second show here at the Drake Williams Law Firm, live on location. So very excited to be here. Another shout-out, huge shout-out to Ryan Williams and Ernie Drake uh, for allowing us to be here tonight as we will continue to be here until Spectrum gets off their ass. But we got a huge show in store, as I mentioned. Before we get started, guys, I got to uh, uh, give a um, – It feels like I'm doing this so many times this week, but uh, a huge shout, or uh, not a shout out, but hold on one second. We're, like I said, we're still working out a couple of kinks. (laughs) My camera, for some reason, decided not to charge, so we are working out a couple of kinks here live on the show. How about that? Hold on. Give me a second. Boom. Boom. We are going through a couple of kinks. I did not realize my camera was not freaking charging. So we got to work out a couple of these kinks. There we go. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I hope you can hear me, though. I, I really do hope you can hear me. There we go. Hopefully we'll be okay. Hopefully we will be okay. You can see me, but we are working out a couple of kinks, so we might have some issues tonight, uh, but we're looking to uh, make it a good one, 100% make it a good one. Um, Let's see. There we go. All right. Still working out them kinks, ball. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's pay some bills. We're going to run through this pretty quickly uh, tonight. It won't happen again. This was my fault. Shouldn't have done it. Let's pay some bills. I got a lot to get into. We're going to get into a Rafino's rant. So we're going to go as long as the camera will allow us to go. <laughs> None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons at betonline.ag. Guys, with 63 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle, RV, camper trailer than GM Varno and Sons. 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Tell him your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, over at AYS, sent you on by and our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, you got to get over there today. Use your mobile device. Send them over there today. Go over there today. Use that mobile device, and you'll be able to place all your bets. Like I told you last week, we went 4-1. and one. We're going to continue to place the bets, and then that way everybody in the state of Louisiana is making some money. Again, betonline.ag, betonline.ag. Yeah, so we do have those issues. So as long as this thing lasts, we're going to go. We are live on location, as Carl the Cat says. Mark says, let's go. Yeah, we're still working out the kinks, baby. We're still working out the kinks. I literally didn't realize um, what's going on. All right, so we're going to start with the Rafino's rant and get that out of the way first. So let's start here, and then I'll get to the comments. I, I Let me preface this by saying... Um, 
I don't fully understand, and I know we got the Coach O show tonight, and I'm sure there's always some nuggets that comes out of there. So if he says something juicy, let us know. Um, but I don't really understand uh, what the frick is going on with some people in the Baton Rouge media. Now, let me say this. I understand that a lot of LSU fans are mad at Ed Orgeron. I understand that a lot of fans want Ed Orgeron out because of him going 6-6 six and six in the last 12 games. I understand all of this. The problem that I have is when you start making up bullshit, like when you start making things up about Orgeron, that's when it's kind of – it gets to a point like, man, do you want the man fired so – like what do you want the man fired so bad for? I get the on-the-field the on issues. You, We have to understand when somebody in the media or somebody – that has a public, uh, or I shouldn't say public, but has a, a podcast or a radio show or writes an article and starts talking about Orgeron's girlfriend or starts talking about Orgeron's children. Guys, there's some lines that you just don't freaking cross. There are some lines you just don't freaking cross, and that's one of them. I don't care that the pokes, the picture's posted. I don't care that he's out with a woman. The man can't even freaking walk on a beach without everybody losing their freaking minds about, well, Orgeron's with a girl on the beach. Who gives a shit? And by the way, she's not a co-ed. She's not a co-ed. Look up the definition of what a co-ed means. Stop with that bullshit. Because that's what it is. I I will get on Orgeron for the lack of meddling in the offense, for doing things on the field, not hiring good coordinators to, to date, to right now, outside of Joe Brady and keeping Dave Aranda. Stop getting on the man of what he's doing outside the field, outside of football operations. Quite honestly, it's none of your damn business. It's none of your business. Why are you trying – there's two things that are – that you don't touch in any business, in any business. Number one, it's children. Number one, it's – especially if a child is under the age of 21 or 18. Like off-the-field issues or off the, the beaten path. Some things you just don't go out and publicly say. Here's another one. A man's wife, marriage. This thing right here, this little commitment I made four, three, don't, three years ago. What, what is this, 2021? So we got married and uh, started dating in 17 and engaged in 18. So two and a half, three years it is the ultimate bond of what you're doing when you get married. If Orzron marries this girl, you're talking about a man's future wife. You no good Rudy Pooh. You don't touch people outside of what they're doing. What other business do we go into? Hey, Billy, the, ta- the insurance adjuster. I don't come and say you make a, a $92,000 a year, that your wife's cheating on you, that your kids, they love you, but you're never around. 
I don't do that. People don't report on Billy the insurance guy. People don't lose their shit about Billy the insurance guy. Miami in the late 80s and early 90s had a whole bunch of shit that went off the field and it never affected them. Stop talking about the man's uh, 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 partner, if you will. That, that's, that's a low blow. You want to rip him for what he's doing on the field, it's acceptable. Stop calling his girlfriend a co-ed. If you want to come to me about it, like I've come to you about it, then we're right here and there's an open platform. It's uncalled for. It's uncalled for. And we're not we're not going to tolerate it. The man's on his one of his last legs when it comes to what's going on the field. If that's the reason, if you know, huh, it just it to me, man, it's a it's a low blow. Calling a man's uh, a wife a co-ed. So this is what happens, or not wife, girlfriend a co-ed. So this is what happens. Terry Hilton says, "Oh no, what's the beef, Br? Do you really think?" that the at the players aren't hearing what you're saying. So this kind of ties in, you know, hand in hand. Le- and let me let me refresh let me reference this too. If man, my camera's gonna go out. Dodd dog it. Hold on guys, we will be we will be right back. Hold on one second. One second. Stay with us. Hang tight. We'll be right back. There we go. All right, we're here. We're here. We're just going to have to use this camera for now. Our camera's going out. All right, that won't happen again, I promise you. So we do have a camera, but we don't have the the 4K. That's a rookie move on my part. At home, I was able to charge it, and that's a rookie move on my part. So we'll go, we'll go this route. Um, we... <laughs> There are things that can happen off the field with a head coach, meaning there's things that can happen with a head coach that affects his job, and I understand that. But when you start talking about a man's kid, you start talking about a man's partner, it's going to get back to the players. And not only is it going to get back to the players, it's going to get back to players on what you're saying. Hey, did you hear what Blake Rafino said about Orgeron and his lady friend? Did, like, did you hear that? You gotta, guys. You gotta, you gotta call people out when they're doing some some outlandish shit. The clickbaity, wanting to get the followers bullshit is not cool, man. So I'm gonna say this, and some issues. I I, I put the title because I didn't know what else to label it, other than issues inside the building. So let me tell you what I'm hearing. The big news of the night, as Orgeron is sitting there taking phone calls from individuals. Let me tell you what I'm hearing. I am hearing from some people inside that building that two things are happening. Two things are happening, and one of them is fantastic. One of them is fantastic. You have outside noise from LSU fans, and not just LSU fans, from people that, you know, Georgia fans, people at Georgia, people at Alabama, Alabama fans. They're hearing what you say. They're hearing what you say. The good news about all of this is that you do you finally have some leadership on this team 
um, that is able that is able to ride this ship and lead this team in a right way, saying, "You guys, we got to forget about them." What these Rudy Poo journalists and, and podcasts, sometimes I get a little outlandish. Probably a lot of times I get outlandish, but not to that extent. We got to go and play. But it is affecting. It is affecting. And there's one thing that I will stick up for an 18 to 22-year-old kid. They're going to be on social media. They're going to hear what you're going to say. They're, it's just going to happen especially when you got COVID-19, maybe you're not be able to go to class, maybe you're on your phone, you hear it all, all week from students on campus, whatever it is. Guys, all, you know, I, I get clips sent all day long from people. Let's say we got 217 people in here right now. I guarantee you five people send me a clip from somebody's show saying fire Orgeron. So now imagine... Now imagine if that's just me, little old me, what do you think's happened with the players? Those players that you invite on your podcast or your show. There's a reason we don't bring them on here. Because I don't want them tuning in. If I got if I have to rip Orgeron about something, I don't want them to hear it. Now, we can bring players on here. That's not a problem. That's not an issue. But it's something that you got to, you know, just be cautious with. And it's a, it's a old it's an old trick in the book too. If you know, there, coaching searches are always going to get clicks. Coaching searches are always going to get, um, you know, traction to a site or a podcast. I'm I I know what happens with our views. I know what happens with everybody's views because we're we're one and the same. All right, let's get to some comments. I'm sorry about the camera. I'm sorry about the camera. But um, my good friend Jake Crane says, go off. Guys, I, I, I'm just legitimately sick of, I'm like legitimately sick of um, that happening. Like, I, I can't F word stand it. The man's dating somebody. I mean, God, dog. Um, Guys, you know, I'm, I'll say it. I mean, look. Jordy Collado on his show. If he wants to come on here and debate, we'll do it. If I if I need to go on his, we'll do it. But calling Orgeron's girlfriend a co-ed is uncalled for. It's uncalled for, guys. I'm sorry. Um, Henry says Blake, as LSU fans, don't truly realize how good we have it. LSU didn't see consistent success since 2000. Alabama is horrible. Uh, was horrible until 2006. Saban has skewed the perception of success. We have to get realistic. And I agree with Henry there. We've had a lot of really good days in the bayou, a lot of really good days. Um, a lot of days where um, – a lot of days – I mean, outside of Alabama, you're number two in national titles since 2000. Yeah, you can talk about, well, we haven't had great coaching, but I, I would disagree with that. Maybe some suspect head coaching at times. But, you know, at, at the same time, you've had good coaching. You've had fantastic players, too. Um, Eric Wright says, very distasteful. Those These five and four stars are looking at probably choosing other elsewhere. So we were going to get into recruiting tonight, too. And the one thing about recruiting is that – 
you know, you're starting to see some of the stuff going on the field, but even when you bring recruits on, you know, onto your your show or 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 you talk to them, it's a bad taste. Guys, I'm sitting here wanting LSU to succeed. Whether it be Orgeron, whether it be Urban Meyer, whether it be the Rudy, you know, the next Rudy Pooh that walks through that door, I want him to have success. I want him to have success. I don't think that that's too much to ask. Do, you know, it's the funniest it's the funniest thing of all time. People are asking me, Blake, do you want to see Orgeron have success? Well, shit, yeah. If Orgeron has success, we have success. I will allow for people and everybody to have the discussion of what's going on the field. But you better bring more evidence to me that what he's doing outside the field is affecting him. A pitcher better not be the goddamn evidence. It better not be the evidence. He was on the beach on his vacation with his two sons that he hasn't seen in four months. A picture, guys. A picture. God forbid we talk about O O being shirtless, running around. You know, well, it's not a good look. You got a player. You know, you got a player at Alabama. Let's let. So, what's really worse, Orgeron exercising with a shirt off, or an Alabama player going out there saying that Nick Saban? All day long, cracks these nuts jokes. Here comes the law, man. They knew they knew the camera went down. They're pissed off. They're pissed off. So I mean, you got John Battle. Is it John? I think it's John Battle for the safety at Alabama. I forget his first name, but he goes and he's in a press conference. And he says, what's something, you know, somebody asked him, what's something funny that uh, that Coach Saban does? And he goes, he talks about, you know, ha-ha, these nuts all the time. What's worse? What is worse? Because Orgeron running around with a shirt off is not worse than Nick Saban cracking jokes to players saying these nuts. Quite honestly, and here's another truth, if you think a these nuts joke is the the worst thing that is coming out of Nick Saban's mouth on a practice field, you're a damn fool. A damn fool. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. I laughed my ass off when I heard that. <laughs> this man go, hey, guess who just missed a tackle? Who? These nuts. Can you see? Could you see Nick Saban doing that? So, here's going to be my conclusion of tonight on this, and then we'll get to more of these comments. Um, Here's what I'm going to end it here. I think, and I'm going to call it, and I could be wrong. So, you know, I'm playing on the the, the lines of what is an 18- to 21-year-old team, a, a group of kids going to do, and how are they going to react? Um. I'm going to make a statement. I think LSU comes out this weekend, and they do go up tempo. I think that you're about to see a group of kids that rally around a loss in their program and rally around other Rudy Poos saying that they're, that their coach is about to get fired. Guys, Ed Orgeron has an intimate relationship, not 
the intimacy that you're thinking of. Start, get your m- mind out of the gutter. But an intimate relationship with these players and these coaches, m- some of them, not all of them. He hired them. He recruited them. He allowed them to better themselves in some kids' situations in a better situation that they ever w- were in, to, maybe in their entire life. So – with that being said, I'm going to say that I think that you're going to see a, a dominant LSU team this Saturday. Or <laughs> you don't, and it continues to pile on. They have the talent, y'all. And, the, you know, there, I, talk, I talked with a player today, and the one thing he said to me was, we're going to go win this one because of the loss that we had. And I've known this kid for a long time, a long time. And I believe him because I haven't seen the focus from him like this, like this. So I think LSU is about to come out. Um, Let's see, Nookie says the irony of this particular source of gossip, and maybe that explains it, but the hypocrisy is galling. Yeah, it's galling. You better be, you know, Father Bear in here. Um, you know, God bless Father Bear. But you better be Father Bear in here um, <laughs> if you're going to rip on somebody. He who has no sin cast the first stone. Isn't that funny? Damn, I feel bad about my camera. Rookie move, Blake. Ronnie says, 5K, I have to disagree with you. Um, I guess I missed something. Blaine Smith says, it just seems like a dark cloud hanging over LSU. NCAA needs to make a decision about the investigation. So so let's go here. Let, let, let's pull the layers back. Some of this shit's not on oars, Ron. Les Miles, make, you know, Les Miles covering up a sexual assault, or maybe not even a sexual assault, but an encounter with a literal co-ed, so now we can use that term. That actually did happen. Now that that did happen, how is that on Ed? Sharon Lewis suing his school for $50 million, that's not on Ed. She didn't even label him in there. Man, oh, man. Like, I, I feel like we, we pick and, you know, we pick and choose what we want to use. Like, we pick and choose what we want to use to say fire so-and-so. We can't do that. Co-eds, man. Uh, Stephen says, I can't see my dude on his, uh, on his, the fuzz on his Rudy Pooh camera. Uh, charge the damn SpaceX 4K camera. I will. That's on me. That's on me. Yeah, the camera... Uh, the 4K camera went out. That's on me. Mark says, I thought Jordy was close to Coach O. What happened? You you guys just need to ask him. But, I, I, again, I do – I just do – I, you know, like, here's, here's what's going to happen, okay? And somebody can clip this up, too. Here's what's going to happen. We can call out Orgeron. We can call out so-and-so. We can call out this coach, that coach, this player, that player. But, God forbid, you call out a journalist – God forbid you call somebody out for going over the line. It's not cool when the tables are turned. 
Travis says, we all want O to succeed, but I need more on the field. That's cool. Travis, that's cool. I'm cool with that. And he also says, inexcusable to have the performances we've had the last two seasons with all the talent we have. I Look, I am completely in lockstep with you there. I agree with you. I think that part is inexcusable. But, <laughs> you know, you're – I'm trying to – you know, I'm going to leave that part of it alone. But you're right. It is inexcusable. And I am not going to make excuses for Ed on that. What I am going to say, though, is is that let's talk about on-the-field stuff. Stop with that bullshit. Uh, my man Blake looking uh, – Mike Scarborough on TigerBait.com says on uh, my man Blake looking studious with all those books behind him. Y'all like that? Y'all like that? It would have been even better if I would have charged my camera like a dumbass. I didn't. Uh, Terry says, who gives a damn? He wins. That's what matters. Come on, Blake. I understand, I understand that, but that's not me saying that. You know, like at what at what point do we come in here and say that, hey, man, you can't say stuff like that? Uh, Craig says none of this matters. He won't be the coach much longer anyway. Well, you don't like him, so that's fine with you. But, you know, you're the guy that came in here and said LSU is a basketball school. LSU is not a basketball school. He says, I'm having a hard time finding enough W's for him to survive. Again, guys, that part is fine. Nobody is arguing that point. Have I argued that point? No. I'm not arguing that point. You can say he's done. You can hate him. But at what point do we sit here and say, hey, man, that's a guy's family? Uh, Kevin says, Coach O is done. We will. We have no fire on this team. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm gonna make a prediction. I think LSU is about to do something. We'll see. And if they don't, I'll. If they don't, Saturday night when we do the post game show, I will be the first one to come out here and say, guys, I was wrong. I will be the first one to say, guys, I was wrong. Um, uh, Gino says Saban ain't in Coach O's shape. I agree with that. Craig says, at some point, players need to see through cheerleading their head coach is spitting and realize he isn't a great coach. Okay, that's fine. You can you can have that take. Um, it's not a question of talent. It's a question of ability of the staff. I agree with that. And I've been on this staff for on-the-field issues for the last two weeks. But, again, I just think that we gotta we got to come to some kind of realization that, man, you got you can't talk about a man's kids or family. Uh, Roderick says, I want them kids to want – want it for themselves they deserve it too and that's a good point you know I think Roderick brings up a fantastic point um about like how are these kids going to respond either they want Orgeron and they love Orgeron they're going to respond or they're not the things that I'm hearing this week coming out of of you know bat or of Baton Rouge is I think you're about to see a team that's going to respond if they don't and it's the end and you got coaching that still doesn't find a good rhythm and you have coaching that doesn't find a way to do things, he will be out. But I think you're going to see it. I think that you're going to see it. Uh, LSU Tiger fan says, intimate is a wrong word you're looking for. He has formed a bond with his players. Go look with the what intimate fully means. Go look at the uh, the definition. 
Um, Nookie says, losing magnifies everything. If Bama is losing and Saban says, D's nuts, it's a bad look. And I agree with that take. Like, and especially if a player says it. Um, you know, I, I've had, I had the saying all last season, winning covers a multitude of sins. Winning will always cover a multitude of sins. And when you're losing, the magnifying glass turns up. Um, you know, like 19, we talk about 19 being the best season of all time, the best team of all time, to where I don't disagree. But where did, did we forget about the Ole Miss game? Did we forget about Texas scoring 41 points? Do we forget that LSU lost to onside kick to Texas and almost, or almost lost an onside kick? And God forbid if they would have gotten that, what would have happened then? Do we forget the lackluster play from some of the kids uh, against Alabama, some of the coaching staff woes against Alabama, yelling at Derek Stingley, him looking to get a check, and then Devontae Smith going on a, a go route, scoring a touchdown. At, at, at what, you know, there were gaffes in that season. Um, that, season that team needed A&M to come in when they did. Uh, and it was a perfect timing for A&M to come in when they did. Beating that team down, locking that team down, they weren't that good. You put on the performance that you were supposed to, and then it translated into the SEC championship game. It translated into the playoffs and obviously the national championship. But winning will always cover a multitude of sins because, guys, in two weeks, giving up 48 points – or 48 points uh, – uh, well, let's see, 30 um, – so what was that be, 73, 74 points that LSU gave up in two weeks, and we're calling that good defense, and that defense is – that team's supposed to be the best ever, and I agree with that. I'm not disagreeing with that, but the winning covered that. Joe Burrow covered that. Joe Brady covered that. Two of those guys – or both of those guys brought in by Ed Orgeron. So I'm, I'm just going to – I'm going to leave it there. Father, speaking of Father Bear, he says, I ain't ripping on nobody. I know better than that. Ha ha. I, on another note, what's happening with LSU baseball? I saw some positive uh, post positive things today. Yeah. Look, you got to give Jay Johnson, you know, it's a, it's funny. Um, it's funny. It feels like that something that Maneri could have been doing this whole time, but he wasn't in recruiting. Now, I think that at some point Jay's going to have a numbers problem, but I don't think that he really cares. I think that he's trying to get the best team out there and got, and good for him. You're going to have some guys that probably at the end of the fall will transfer and go in the portal um, and then because they'll get beat out. The best players will play. Um, Edwin says the media is amplifying um, or implying that it's all on O. That's what they're trying to do, yeah. Buck Buck says, Coach Orson always talk about God. What other does that uh, non-Coach O is the GOAT? <laughs> uh, Harold Wood says, preach, my brother. Harold went to – I was. I told you guys year, yesterday about Harold going to GM Varno and Sons, um, and they hooked him up. You got to get over there. Speaking of that, we got to talk about our good friends. We are here tonight. It would have looked a lot better if we were uh, had the had the camera, but our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Drake Williams Law Firm dot com nine eight five three eight six seventy six hundred. That's nine eight five three eight six seventy six hundred. Drake Williams Law Firm dot com and title need a title need a succession DWIs whatever you guys need they can provide it. That's Drake Williams Law Firm dot com and our good friend Richie Roche. Over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. That's 225-937-7220.
Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Uh, Michael Porter says, you know what they, you know what they, winning cures all. That's true. That's true. Carly King says, glad to see you back. Brother, thank you, man. It's glad, it's good to be back. And Saturday night is going to be good to be back. You know, we haven't done a post-game show all season. Um, you know, having to evacuate our home uh, after the UCLA game was not fun. Um, leaving, then coming back, and then, you know, just having more issues was just not fun. But it's good to be back, and we got that in the rearview mirror, and we're good to go. Michael Race is 42-17, go Tigers. Roderick says, Blake, what are you hearing? Dog, give us uh, all the sauces. I'm just unsolicited. Well, maybe not unsolicited. I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, but I'm just hearing from players that, they want they want to respond. And I think that you do have senior leadership on this team that is trying to get these guys to focus. Um, let me give an example. Um, like for the – so let's go with the O-line since they've played pretty piss poor this year. At what point do you line up and knock a son of a bitch in the mouth? Like – <laughs> at what point did you just line it up and say, you know, go on man-on-man scheme? You know, if you got a three-tech, what a three-technique is is a defensive tackle in between the guard and the tackle, you two guys don't even worry about coming off at the linebacker unless he's bl- coming past your face. Knock that three-technique defensive tackle in the mouth, push him back, let's get four or five yards, and let's go oppose our will. Let's go impose our will. Um, you know, I think Kayshawn Boutique's being a little bit more, even publicly, being a little bit more vocal um, than what we've normally seen accustomed of him. Now, we haven't seen a lot of him, but just accustomed to him, um, you know, being a little bit more vocal. Like, hey, guys, I want, I thought we should score 60 points. We're having, you know, missed assignments, guys not focused. Coaches call, you know, he didn't say this, but I'll add it to it. Coaches calling the wrong plays. Coaches not putting it, you know, not running tempo. The the two times we scored, the three of my touchdowns this year are going up tempo. I mean, there's a lot of different things, but I do believe that this team has talent. I'm not, I'm going to go down swinging from the bleachers that if somebody wants to argue that this team doesn't have talent. Two, you know, two, four, seven. Uh, Mike Scarborough, TigerBeat.com, Tiger, Tiger Details, um, or Rivals, whatever you want to call them, ESPN, they all didn't miss. They all didn't miss. Not on every player that LSU's recruited. That's just not true. I think that some of the – I'm hearing that some of the players that you think that should be leaders – aren't really being the leaders, and you got some of these guys going to them and saying, hey, brother, it's time to nut up or shut up. So that is the reason why I'm going to predict LSU to to do good. Uh, Travis says, I never speak on personal life, nor should you. Nor should you. And I'm already getting DMs. I don't give a shit. I mean, come on, man. Somebody's got to call somebody out. 
Uh, Mike Andrews says the kids have to want it for themselves, same as Wade says the coaches coached and put the best, uh, but the players have to hold one another accountable. Uh, somebody has to step up and let it rip. You know, there's not a lot of scheme that goes into running inside zone. You know, look, everybody's talking about the lack of creativity offensively. There's no reason whatsoever when you ran inside zone this weekend against McNeese State that those guys shouldn't have dominated them up front. Cohesiveness on the offensive line is a big deal. I talked about that all offseason. All offseason, I talked about that. All offseason, saying, guys, the reason I thought this starting unit would be better because of the cohesiveness. Now, can you get Chasen Hines back? Can you get Austin Deculus back? Um, we'll see. We'll see. But you got some freshmen in here uh, 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 doing it too. Uh, Chili Vic says, hashtag Ask Blake, how about Will Wade and Jay Johnson and Coach O will write the ship in these next two two weeks? I hope so. I hope so. You know, we've had more problems with Will than we've had, you know, we've had a lot of problems with Will too. Uh, Brandon Broussard says, I refuse to quit on this coach or this team until he shows me absolutely can't figure it out. Uh, it's been Leslie for two years. Um, Daniel Glenn says, winning cures all cures everything, so we should do, uh, should do a lot of that problem solved, and I'm with you, Blake. I think they got to wake up in L.A., I got to wake up in LA, and they're going to run uh, like madmen for Falk Saturday. I hope so, and I'm, we're still praying for the Falk family. It's a very, very unfortunate thing that happened, man. I, I just can't even, I can't even imagine. Like I can't even imagine that happening. I don't even want to think about it, man. It's like, oh, God, man, praying for them. I'm going to get to Danny and NYC. Uh, but Kurt Paul says, I want the we coming and we ain't backing down, Coach O. Me too. Me too. Let's see if he can Let's see if he can do that. Uh, Danny and NYC says, who are the players in that locker room that will hold their teammates accountable if, if the coaching is lacking? Um, you know, I think a guy that is – I think Andre Anthony – it's been a guy that's still trying to get these guys going. Actually, I don't think that. I think that Trey Palmer on the, is a guy um, haven't heard much about. You know, it's kind of starting to chirp a little bit. Uh, I'm hearing that even you know, well, I, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that. Well, just know that there are some guys chirping. And, and look, it's it basically. Outside of calling a team meeting or anything like that, they're telling each other it's nut up or shut up time. You're having some accountability. They got the guys. They got the senior leadership. Billy says, we win this week. I'm predicting 8-4. Uh, close loss to Kentucky and Ole Miss. Not so close to Bama. Very, could very be well true. And look, Orgeron's going to have a lot of a lot of pressure if it's only 8-4. and four. A lot of pressure from us on this show if it's only eight and four. I'm serious. Uh, Jared says, how are they still struggling with techniques on both sides of the ball? And I think that that's a great question and one that I just don't know. You know, like, you know, a lot of people are wanting to ask about Brad Davis, you know, but, man, I, I still feel like that's a tough ask. I feel like that's a very tough ask for Brad Davis. 
you know, like, man, that's a tough ass to be here for such a short time. But I hope, hopefully, um, we'll see. We got we got somebody on Twitter. Zach Payne says he couldn't come in the comments for whatever reason, but he says you're kidding me, right? The head coach's personal life isn't a topic? Question mark. Stop. You have talked about Saban under the bleachers and Sark uh, getting drunk again. Uh, coach O's lifestyle. Uh, will be the biggest reason why he's gone. But here's one thing that I'm not saying about those two individuals, to fire them because that there's a picture. Where have I ever said, where have I ever said Nick Saban should be fired? Where do I, have I ever said that Sark should be fired? Like, I'm not calling them a co-ed. You understand what you're saying when you say co-ed? And Zach, you know, it feels like this guy Zach Payne on um, on Twitter, Zachary W. Payne on Twitter, never says anything positive. But he's a homer for somebody. Apparently, he does not like me at all. Um, oh well, won't lose sleep over it. Uh, Ho- Joe says, hoping to see this offense go fast this weekend. Me too. The defense to get pressure with four, really looking for the O-line to sure up some protection. Well, and you got to help the O-line out. You, you know, as Brad Champagne says here, if the O-line isn't playing well, it won't matter. And, it, you know, it's a good it's a good point. Um, but I think that there's some things that you can do to help them out. You know, you had two runs of 21 yards last week because you did some, you, you know, in the beginning you did some unique things. You kind of leaned on McNeese. You were able to lean on McNeese. But if you don't fix, if you don't fix your your play calling, and you know there was a picture I posted Monday, I didn't even have to say anything. Uh, a, a pressure or, or, or a play, I should say, that Max uh, took a sack on and had seven seconds, guys. That can't happen. And I, and it's not that guys aren't getting open. Guys are open. I kind of feel like they're telling him, you know, like, hey, this guy's going to be open on this play during the week. You know, like, no, read your prog- progressions um, and go from there. Uh, Henry Pooh Bear says, Blake, have you heard anything on John Trey Kirkland? No, I have not. I haven't asked, really, either. Um, and that's on me. Um, I-, I need to look into that. Um, I need to look into that. I haven't asked. And, I, I th- you know, I'll think about it, and then um, I'll forget about it. Um, Bunny says he said the play calling needs to be better and faster. Absolutely. If you're talking about Orgeron from a show, I mean, he's not lying. I mean, like, he's not lying. Like, nowhere in there is he lying. All right, let's get to a couple more. Uh, Danielle says, love leader stepping up, but until Max becomes the leader of the offense and he takes control, it won't change. We'll see. We'll see. Tyler Cormier says, hashtag ask Blake, do we have any update on Miles? No. Um, you know, I, you know, I, we're still going to, you know, we're going to have to wait and see. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see how it goes day by day. And I, I hate to say it like that, but how does he do in rehab? Uh, Tyler Cormier says, hashtag ask Blake, do we have an update on Miles? Saw him throwing without a cast on the left arm before the game on TV. Yeah. And that, um, and that scar looks pretty gnarly too. Like that's a that's a tough scar. That's a tough scar. Uh, Blaine says, "Ask Blake, name an offensive lineman for LSU who is nasty and physical." 
you don't want me to do that. Yeah, you don't want me to do that. Uh, Dare Rosenthal. <laughs> Just joking. Um, I'm going to get pushback for this one. I'm going to get serious pushback from this one. Guys, I think Liam Shanahan's had a – you know, in protection-wise, I think that he's had a, a, a pretty decent two weeks. Um, guys, he can't do it all by himself. I mean, he I thought that he ba- made – Better play call, uh, better uh, protection calls. They finally gave it up to him. Mute, guys. If you're gonna, if you're gonna talk, oh, of course, guys. If you're gonna, if you're gonna say something about myself or my family, get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. I do like having my phone with me now instead of using it. Edwin says play calling will help the O-line. I agree with that. And I, I still think that they have a lot that they can prove. Um, Ty says, hashtag ask Blake, Sage Ryan returned to practice this week. Yeah, I saw that or heard that. Uh, what's the word on him for this weekend? I don't think that he starts. Um, significant playing time? No. Um, but look, again, you know, significant. I, I shouldn't say no because if shit's if shit starts go, you know going off and I, I I'm I'm assuming Todd I don't know if Todd Harris will be back this week, um. But I mean you got to let him play, man. If he's good to go, you got to let him play. I thought he I thought I thought in some things that I had seen before he went down with the with the injury. I thought that he had the best, one of the best camps of the freshman. I thought that he was he would get get a lot of playing time. Can he knock some rust off? Do you, you know is he good to go? Um, we'll see. Oh God. Uh, Kirk Paul says toss dive twenty two personnel. Let's go, please God, sweet baby Jesus. Please no, please no. If Ellis, if any coach ever runs that play, I think you know. They'll get fired, or fans will call them. How funny would it be if Orgeron's last play call, you know, got the scenario if if he does get let go, let go, and his last the last play call is a toss, you know, a toss dive out of twenty two personnel. It won't happen, but I'm just. Andrew Brister says, "Why defend a coach with all the off the field stuff going?" Five and five in 2020 and losing badly to what was an unranked UCLA by double digits. I think that there's two things, and I'll I'll end it here. I think that there's I'm not. What do you mean by defending? Where am I defending Orgeron? What in any of this comments? Now, what I mean by that is, guys. I mean, it's like we're calling for a man to get fired because he was. There's a photo being leaked. What if the what if God forbid? Because I would assume that everybody thinks that Orzron's lady friend is attractive. What if she w- wasn't? I, what if she wasn't? Would this be a big deal? Orzron can't control what other people do. The, the decisions that he has made, I just don't think that should be out in the spotlight. And, again, you're calling you – know, there's a difference in saying Nick Saban had his off-the-field woes 
there's a difference in saying that Sarkeesian has his off the field woes. Okay, but when you're when you're constantly accusing a man of something that he did not do to say fire him, that's where I got to draw the line, man. That's where I got to draw the line. Nobody is firing Sark because of some things that he did outside of USC. So be careful with that. Be careful with that. All right, a couple more and we'll get out of here. Um, Michael Ray says, is Jack Best wide receiver two and Goodwin RB1? I think Goodwin's got to get healthy before you can name him RB1. And no, Jack, I mean, look, I think Jack Best has shown us flashes of good things. They need to get him more involved. I think currently it's, it's Booty and Trey Palmer. You know, everybody's talking about, well, you know, uh, a lot of people have asked me about, well, Blake, a number two wide receiver hasn't stepped up. Well, I mean, Trey Palmer, Max missed Trey Palmer on the open touchdown in UCLA. Um, he saved the interception in the red zone at UCLA. He scored the first down touchdown this weekend. He scored against UCLA. I think, what does he have now, like seven? Or, or no, he had seven catches, so in four, 11. I think maybe a little bit more than four catches. I need to go look at the stats. I think that he is having a good start, but I think you've got to get Jack Besh involved. Uh, in that Brian Williams we saw more of him last week and he dropped a couple of passes so we'll see I think that I think as it currently stands and Max feels comfortable with him all right last one that we got to get out of here um Roderick says yeah Palmer is really coming along and he is and I, I I like I like Trey a lot I like Trey a lot all right I lied uh, Brian says the O-line will have no cohesion with different starters on the O-line. They'll also have no co- cohesion with different coordinators, too. You know, I, I I think it's – you know, we talk about this for quarterbacks all the time. All the time we talk about this for quarterbacks. He's with his fourth offensive coordinator or, or third offensive coordinator in three years. How is he going to adapt? How is he going to be able to do it? Guys, that's for everybody. What if his what if that position coach gets fired two months before the season starts? So I hope that they get better. I, I think at some point you just gotta tell them, look, just fire off the ball and knock somebody in the mouth. Because you can. And we'll see. All right, guys, we'll see y'all again soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.